0: Coming to you from the Morningstar Mission sponsored studio. This is Carl and Crew Mornings.
1: So yesterday, my hair was feeling yucky. Your hair? Yeah. Why? Yeah, <laughs> that's what Ali asked me. How could that be? <laughs> How can your hair feel yucky? Uh huh. Well, the reason it feels yucky is I use conditioner.
2: Do you not usually
3: use conditioner?
1: See, that's the <laughs> that's same the thing. Question. Oh boy, Do you use it all the I time. I asked him the every same time. Thing. You use conditioner all the time?
3: Uh, yes. You have
1: to. What do you mean you have to? Your Is there hair... a rule out there that you got to use conditioner?
2: Yes. Because the shampoo cleans your hair out, but it take, it strips all the oil off of it, making it dry and brittle and your scalp
1: uh, dandruffy. Why am I looking at myself in the, in the mirror <laughs> of the window over here to my left?
3: Your hair did look extra shiny yesterday. I know. Don't you want that every day? <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's good. <laughs> that's okay, the, that's one that's of the that's funniest. beginning
3: of a good commercial. Oh, my
1: word. That is a commercial and a half. <laughs> don't you that. want that every day?
3: <laughs> use this brand of conditioner. That's so awesome. So you can have shiny hair like me. <laughs> there you go.
1: What brand conditioner do you guys use? I'll see if I can get some.
2: Uh, I, I All over the place for me. I don't even know the brand I'm currently using. But uh, usually I get head and shoulders. I like head and shoulders.
1: That stuff's so chock full of chemicals. I
2: would, it every, goes on your hair. There's literally, a, what all of them are—they're all chemicals. It's—it's a, it's a, a no, soupy I, thing you put in your hand and a, you slap I on got, your head.
1: I got a three-in-one. Okay. <laughs>
3: three in, what, yes. Three, what's a yes. three-in-one?
1: It's Trinity soap. I know
2: what it is. It's body oh, wash, no. shampoo, and conditioner no. all in one. Yep.
1: <laughs> yes. Oh,
3: I
2: got it. It's oh, best. Good. It's oh, actually, the best.
3: It's
1: actually great. It is. That's I don't notice any
2: difference.
3: Okay. Clearly, neither one of you what <laughs> have, have um, hair that's hard to manage.
1: Three in one <laughs> is phenomenal soap. If I brought you in a tub, would you use really it? Good. No way. It's really, it's no parabens. It's none of that junk. But it's supernatural. But
3: three in one natural. is not going to work for my hair.
1: You don't know until you try it. Trinity soap, man.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Three and one. That's so good. Three in one. Oh, between me and my curly haired daughter, the amount of products that we have to put in our hair, three in one, not a chance.
1: Okay. I got a question for you guys. don't you like shiny hair?
2: (laughs) (laughs) I got a question for you. Don't you think that head and shoulders, because they do the shampoo and conditioner, that's the company they are. Don't you think they should do a side brand called Knees and Toes that's body wash?
3: <laughs> you know what?
1: That's that genius. Is one of the funniest is, things I've ever heard. Right? Right? Come on, do it with me. Head and shoulders, knees and toes, knees and toes. Head and shoulders, knees and toes, knees and toes. Head and no, no, shoulders, no, 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 no. That's knees not and toes. That's not how Something
2: it goes about at all. eyes, ears, mouth, Thank and you. nose. Thank you. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Head, shoulders, knees, and toes, knees, and toes. Okay, so how Eyes does it go?
3: and ears and mouth and nose. Then.
2: Head, shoulders, knees, and toes, yes. knees, and toes.
3: Yeah. Thank you. You've just left out that I little. I
2: didn't know that other part. Yeah. I don't think we had that it's in Alaska. In Alaska? <laughs> they redacted
3: it. Why are all the Alaska versions of songs different. so slightly different? <laughs> I don't know if we had that in Alaska. Like, we just cut it off after verse one. <laughs>
1: Allie's picking on me today, man. She is.
3: Oh man, it's good. Though. You keep using your three-in-one product. So wait, you used. So then you, did you use something different then? Because you said you. Yeah, used, I
1: got this. I got this supplemental stuff that my wife so puts in the shower in for me.
3: Plus an extra conditioner. Uh-huh. Ah, yeah. oh, stepping it up.
1: <laughs> oh, for crying out loud! <laughs> this is going nowhere That's fast. I'm, I apologize for this programming this morning, Boom Crew. Why? Unless you're a 3-in-1 user, yeah. Oh. Power to the 3-in-1. If Absolutely. you're a 3-in-1, text in and go, I'm all in. Did you on the- buy
3: it from the grocery store?
1: No, this is really good quality stuff. What's it the brand? It ain't cheap. I think it's called 3-in-1. <laughs> I think it is.
3: It doesn't have a name.
1: Yeah, I think. Oh, stop. Man. Now we got... Full on shampoo conceit in here. What's it's, look it up for I, me? It's I'm three trying. in one. It's a tub. It's got a squirt bottle on the top. It's got different flavors. I, can't
3: be the brand. Different flavors.
1: Well, different scents, <laughs> but they're all natural scents. Natural oils, kind of a thing.
3: You should ask Janan to take a picture of it because I really don't think it's called uh, three in one. Is it
2: Old Spice? Oh, no. is it this? Is it this one? That I think it says everyone on the top, and yes. it looks like a very. Uh, it's got bold font, right? Yeah, natural-looking natural, yeah. natural looking kind of bottle. Yeah.
3: How yeah. in the world did you find that? That's I just it. typed in 3-in-1 soap, and so, that's what came okay. up. So it's not called 3-in-1. It's called everyone.
2: Everyone, 3-in-1 soap.
1: Yeah. Body Every, wash. Even everyone. bubble bath. Do you know that everyone includes you, Allie?
3: Okay, Carl.
1: <laughs> Coming up, we're going <laughs> to shift gears here, I promise you. We're talking about death wins today. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, that's a weird way to say that. <laughs> On this Freedom Friday. Nothing that's nonsense. I don't even know how to get out of this, so I'm just going to get out. That's fair. Good morning, Boom Crew.
0: Talking about Jesus and having fun while doing it. We're Carl and
1: Crew Mornings. We're going to be talking death winds at the bottom of the hour. We're going to be breaking it down, guys, right from the Word of God. It's it's. So counterintuitive, you know, we all want to avoid dying. The ironic thing is that when you die to self, you can then live like never before. Isn't that amazing? The paradox.
3: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, everything. It's amazing how often in scripture things get turned upside down. Yeah. The last will be first. You die to live. You give up to gain.
1: You look at your co hosts and go, look at your hair. Why would you use three in one? (laughs)
3: I was trying to that's, keep this moving forward. That's the way
1: I, I thought I heard it. And it was uh, it was very funny. So we're in here talking about three-in-one. Everyone, three-in-one. It's a great soap, by the way. You can get this online at Amazon for a pretty reasonable price by the tub. I think you can order three at one time. <laughs> and so you get those things a little bit of a discount. Anyway, um, yeah, so I said, Dally, it works good. You ought to try it. And she says to me, look at your hair.
2: That was a funny comment.
3: I, I and what did, did which, you mean by that? I did not mean it that your hair bad. looks bad. I meant simply that you have stick straight white hair, not white in color. This is
1: getting worse and worse by the minute. She really is digging herself a hole, man.
3: Okay. I am biracial with naturally yeah, curly. Let's get, hair, to, let's
1: get it out there. And
3: I need a little bit more product than a three in one, okay?
1: So what would it do to your hair?
3: It would just be really dry. It would and
1: really frizz it up. Yeah.
3: So that that's not, that's not gonna work for me. Now I
1: think there's some I think that there's some oils in here that bring moisture back to your hair. You're thinking maybe it's not enough?
3: I'm thinking it's great for you. You keep buying that three in one soap. <laughs>
1: You like, are so raw. Uh, coming up here, we're going to talk a little bit before we get to die into self and death wins. We're going to talk a little bit about Thanksgiving here. We're yep, we're two weeks away. Less than two weeks away. Wild. What is What's going on, crazy, man? But my goodness, Thanksgiving. You know what you need to do when you get to Thanksgiving?
3: What? Give thanks.
1: Bada-bing, she's on it today. Oh, she doesn't know her body soap, but boy, she knows her <laughs> scriptures. Hang on, coming up, we're going to break it down for you. We might even share our favorite Thanksgiving food. Want more from your morning show? Check us out on social media. Just
0: go to Carl and Crew Mornings on Facebook and Instagram.
3: Carlin crew, thankful for you. Speaking of Thanksgiving, we're less than two weeks away. We've got a couple gifts that we want to give to some of you just because we love you and you listen and you're with us and we're all in this family, crazy family together. So we're handing out some gifts to five of you. Get your name in the hat by texting the word thankful to 312-274-9624. You'll get an entry form. Takes, oh, I don't know, a minute and a half. One entry is all you need. Just text thankful to 312-274-9624. 2 4.
1: Rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. 1 Thessalonians 5 16 through 18. How about them apples? It's a good one. Good stuff. Uh, Heading toward Thanksgiving. Uh, Guys, be thinking now about how you're going to make this a memorable experience. One of the coolest things that we do, we don't have a lot of family traditions, but one thing that we do with our kids, and now as they get married, we're going to have. the the crowd will grow. One of the coolest things you can do at Thanksgiving, and this isn't new, a lot of you do it, I'm sure, but we take the time to thank God for what he's done over the last year. And we take time with it. We wait till the meal's done. And then we just sit back and we just go. Hmm. And we've had two different Thanksgivings where everyone was in tears. Wow. Isn't that something?
3: Yeah, that's awesome.
1: I mean, really, everyone's in tears, the whole family. And it wasn't bad tears, it was good tears, things that we were thankful for over the last year. That's good. so think about that this year because sometimes you can woof down the grub and you know have a tummy ache, and that's about it.
3: you know that's something I've been doing more lately is just really trying to spend more time in prayer with thanksgiving. Good because it's so easy to just jump to other things yeah. in prayer, and it's amazing how much your mood shifts even before you've asked for a thing, once you start really counting the things that God has already done.
1: Totally. You're right on, Allie. I mean, and by the way, giving thanks in all things, all circumstances, Paul says here, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus, a thankful heart, it just changes everything.
3: Yes. And when you meet people who Gratitude is something that is kind of a hallmark for them. Where if you were to describe them, if people who knew them were to describe them, grateful would, would come out of everyone's mouth. There's just something different about people who are grateful. Big time. Big things, small things.
1: Big time. It's really true. Uh, but on Thanksgiving here, really quickly, let's go around the horn. Uh, favorite Thanksgiving grub, Ally?
3: Uh, dressing. I really, my mom makes the best dressing. Is it
1: dry or is it wet?
3: Um, I mean, it's, she uses a broth so that it has some moisture that it, that the bread soaks up. So it's not dry, Yeah, but it's not like a wet consistency. No, it's not soggy at all. How do they do that? Oh, it's so good. I made it for the first time myself last year. Because illness kind of kept right? all of our families apart. It came out. It was so good. I used bacon I, I and I sautéed <sighs> some chopped up bacon. And then in the bacon grease, I cut up some celery oh. and some onions oh. and then sautéed that. And then I mixed in the bacon and then used some spices and oh. then some of those. Um, I, I just bought the store-bought bread stuffing kits. Ooh. Mixed it all together. But the bacon and the sage, oh, boy. It was delicious.
1: That's good stuff. I love that.
3: I could. Oh man, I want a plate of it. Right
1: Usually, now. stuffing or dressing, whatever you want to call it, is either too dry or just too goopy.
3: Yeah, you have to get the right consistency.
1: Got to get the right consistency. Absolutely. Okay, what are you, cat daddy?
2: Man, I I have to say the same. It's stuffing for me, but also a little sleeper is just a classic dinner roll. Got to get a classic <laughs> dinner roll in there with some butter on it. I don't know why, but they all okay. taste better at Thanksgiving the than they do. The homemade
3: ones or like the ones that you pop into the oven and eat them up for a little while? I don't care. Do you cook at all on Thanksgiving? No. Just consume?
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's no chance that anybody should allow me inside of a kitchen on Thanksgiving. <laughs> maybe maybe to do something like that. Then this. you're on dish duty. Yeah. <laughs> yep, that's me. I'm cook. dish duty.
3: I'll, I'll I'll gladly take dish duty with you, though. I, I may contribute a dish. But it's not going to be the main dish.
1: Oh, sure. No. I, I love two things. It's kind of rivaling now. But good mashed potatoes with so much butter. And I make a trough.
3: Uh, you use butter, not gravy? You don't put gravy on the mashed <laughs> I'll put
1: on gravy, but butter. Butter, butter first. Butter, absolutely. You, you carve out a little trough, oh, make sure God. those taters are steaming. And then just put in a big old slab of butter. And I'm not talking one pat of butter. Shine that pat. I'll grab four pats at one go. I'll put a massive cube of butter in there. Why not? Oh,
3: man. It's so good.
1: And then right next to it is my canned cranberry sauce. Can it be Thanksgiving already?
3: I I used to go to this uh, buffet when I was a kid called Bishop's, and I used to love, it was so processed and so fake, but those mashed potatoes that they would scoop out with the ice cream scoop. And they'd plop it on your plate, and then they'd create that little space for the processed gravy. It was so delicious. That and KFC. Those were my, the mashed potatoes and gravy from Bishop's Buffet and KFC. Oh, my goodness. I So good. It's too good. I, can't, I don't eat it as an adult, but as a kid, it was so good to me.
1: We won't make reference to it this morning, but what's your favorite Thanksgiving tradition? Start texting them in. We're going to start gathering these up for the next couple of weeks. It's going to be fun. Why don't you cogitating on this one? Favorite favorite Thanksgiving tradition, 312-274-9624, 312-274-9624. Coming up, death wins. Yippee! That's, this <laughs> is a fun one on
0: Freedom Friday. Hang Great. on, we'll explain. Your shot of hope to make it through the day. It's Carl and crew mornings.
1: All right, guys, here we go. We are talking freedom on this freedom Friday and really what, who wins? Why have we been talking about who wins?
3: Well, obviously uh, it's, it's election week. Election day was on Tuesday. And so everybody was paying attention to poll numbers and candidates and tracking to see uh, who's going to take control of this and who's going to have control of that. And so we thought let's look at what the Bible says about winning. Who wins biblically?
1: All right, I'm going to quiz you. Okay. What did we hit this week?
3: Okay, without looking at my handy dandy spreadsheet. I'll
1: start as team wins.
3: Team wins. Us those who sacrifice. Sacrifice win. wins. The humble win.
1: The humble win that was yesterday and the day before that.
3: Oh boy. The bro, uh weakness wins. Weakness wins. Yeah, weakness wins. We have those up for you on social media, Facebook and Instagram, so check it out. We have both uh, the topic and the daily Central Passage, so you can you can have that to go.
1: Really cool. Uh, Allie does a good job with social media. Doesn't she, Boom Crew? Well, Doesn't Allie do a good job? Thanks, Carl. I she's running that. our social media, and she's doing a great job. I appreciate Fantastic. That. I look at some of that stuff, and I'm like, man, I wonder if I could hire her from my page.
3: <laughs> Just Carl and Crew only.
1: Yeah, she's not doing any side hustles nope, here, guys. not at all. Okay, so here's what I want you to know. And it's best if I just read it for you. For if, now get this, so it's, it's if. This is verse five of Romans six. For if we have been united with him in a death like his, we shall certainly be united with him in his resurrection, in a resurrection like his. We know that our old self was crucified with him in order that the body of sin might be brought to nothing so that we would no longer be enslaved to sin. Mm. Huge implications here. We are slaves to sin. Sin is a great Greek word. It means to miss the mark. It's an archery term. If you look at a bullseye on an archery target, and if the bullseye is the righteousness of Christ, we can never hit that you can try all you want, but you can't do that. But the way we die with Christ is to trust in Jesus. He becomes our leader. No longer do we have our back turned to him. We turn toward him and we say, Jesus, you went to the cross with my sin. You are clear in your scriptures that if we believe in you, meaning we trust him, we acknowledge, we've messed up, And we need to die to self. The only way we can do that is to, in essence, have our life and our sins taken with Jesus to the cross. That's how we die like Christ, is by faith in Jesus. You know what I know? I know that you got up this morning, and some of you came here, and it might be you this morning, friend, who came here. And it's like, man, life is broken. And you're not winning. And you want to get a win. And if you're honest with yourself, you've had these little things where it's like life goes pretty good here and there, but you're not winning. All in all, everything totaled, it's all adding up and it's not hitting the mark. You're not like scoring over and over again where it's like I'm racking up the score. Let me tell you something. I was like that. I was like that. I was raised in church, went to church a lot. Allie did the same thing. She was church kid. Ali was a good kid. I was a bad kid.
3: And you use those words in terms of what the outside world yep. would see.
1: Yep. And I was a good kid in what some people would see. But mm-hmm. inside my, my heart, well, I guess we did have that in common because all we like sheep have gone astray Absolutely. each to his own way. So, and so here's the key. You've got to know this. Whether you come off as a good kid or a bad kid, we all are sinful kids. And we need Jesus. So on this Freedom Friday, without fanfare, I just want to ask you, have you ever really died to self? You might say, well, I don't know. Well, you can know today. This is all we're called to do in Scripture. It's to put our trust in Jesus. Putting your hope in God by acknowledging that Jesus came to earth and he paid the price for our sin. Now sacrifice is what Jesus did. And sacrifice is something that we know inside our heart. We know this from something that we want to be good at. We've got to sacrifice something. Something that we want to win at. We've got to sacrifice something. But there's no sacrifice that we could make that could get us right with God. But by his stripes, we are healed. In other words, the price that Jesus paid on the cross, the scourging, the whipping, the beating, and ultimately dying, he took our sins to the cross. The whole world knows about sacrifices. Hinduism, Islam—I mean, in Islam, you got to get on your knees so many times a day. You got to tra- take a trip to Mecca. You've got to do all. You got to eat certain food. Hinduism, man, you better have your house buttoned down and cleaned up when the goddess Mariamma shows up, or else she's going to kill your firstborn kid. See, there's always this call, and there's this innate sense in all of humanity that we need something to kind of stand in the gap because we know that we don't have it together. Isn't that funny?
3: Oh, yeah. I mean, and we do this in a lot of ways. You may not have ever embraced another religion, but maybe you've tried to give to a charity. Here and there because you yeah, think, man,
1: that's right on it seems
3: like a good thing to do. Or maybe you tried to volunteer because you want your good the good that you've put into the world to outweigh the bad that you know you've done. That's there's a lot of people who have that sort of a thinking. Like, let me try to do some good things to counteract the the junk that I know I have.
1: And the temptation is there because I mean, even when you check out at the grocery store or at a department store and they say, Would you like to give a dollar to this today? Sometimes you're like, yeah. And for some of us, we try to get a little dopamine hit that I'm okay because I did this, but we're not okay. Yeah. Only Jesus can make you okay. So will you give your life to Jesus today? Yep. Now, the fact is, you didn't even come up with that thought. We are spiritual beings. And although the God of this age has blinded the mind to the unbelieving, God might be unblinding you today and you can see for the first time that you need to die to self and that Jesus took your sins to the cross. Praise God for that. Pray with me. Jesus, I believe. I give you my life today. Today. I need a sacrifice. You did it. I admit it, and I believe it, and I'm asking you to save me. Just tell him that. Save me. Thank you for the cross. Thank you for the sacrifice that was made. On my behalf, in Jesus' name, amen. If you have surrendered your life to Jesus, instantaneously things begin to change. That's what's so, the greatest confirmation of radical change and true salvation, the greatest confirmation of true salvation is you you will have Jesus' words to you confirmed. He said, come to me all who are weary and heavy laden and I'll give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me for I'm gentle and humble in heart and you will find rest for your souls. And you are right now. And we want to help you in your first steps with Jesus today.
3: So if that's you, just text the word welcome to 312-274-9624. We have a link that has a resource that we want to send to you. Welcome to 312-274-9624.
1: So you might need to hear a story or two. Coming up here, we're going to have Allie tee up a question for you that flows right out of Romans 6. And it's all about death. And here's what's crazy. You want to live? You got to die. And there's people here to tell you exactly that. Coming up. Giving hope directly from the source. We're Carl and Crew Mornings. You got that right. Since we're saying it, let me read it. The source is God's word here today. For if we have been united with him in a death like his, we shall certainly be united with him in a resurrection like his. What hope is that, by the way? That's big. We know that our old self was crucified with him in order that the body of sin might be brought to nothing so that we would no longer be enslaved to sin. What a gift we have, guys.
3: And it's it's a gift that we don't do anything to earn.
1: No. Why does death win here? Why?
3: Well, because, I mean, we have the picture of Jesus going to the cross. So there's the physical death that he endured, and there's this... Because of that, we are united with him in death, but also in new life. So it's this weird sort of spiritual principle of dying to our old self, that our old self is put to death. Those desires being ruled and governed by the flesh, being a slave to sin, all of that stuff has to die so that we can really take on life.
1: Allie's nail in verse 6 here. We know that our old self was crucified with him in order that the body of sin might be brought to nothing so that we would no longer be enslaved to sin. A simple question here today on this Freedom Friday. I want you thinking about it. And as a matter of fact, here in just a moment, we want you to call in. What were you enslaved to that death won? Death broke the chains. You died to self. You accepted the free gift of salvation in Jesus Christ and death won. I mean, if we're going to ask a question here, Allie, we can just go right to the Word of God, right? Yep. What were you enslaved to that death won? Now, we're going to take your quick stories here, because if you're really accurate with this question, one call would take our entire show. <laughs> now, three hours and change left. Right, Allie?
3: Yeah, easily.
1: I mean, we could go on and on and on. Yeah. And so let me just prime the pump. God set me free. Death won the victory over enslavement to substances that I was abusing. And boy, did he win big. I was so hurting, I couldn't wait to get a gram of cocaine. Hmm. Isn't that weird?
3: Weird, but probably sounds all too familiar for someone listening right now.
1: And it, this is, this is, and I, this might just, tweak you a little bit, but it was more than a chemical addiction. There was a spiritual void in me. It did something to my spirit that made the pain go away and brought a level of joy to me. And by the way, don't you let anyone tell you ever that there's no joy in that life. Oh, there was a plenty of joy in that life. Now it didn't last, and it had huge side effects. The boomerang effect with cocaine abuse, if, you've, if you're listening you've ever done this, and that's, that was my story in the early 80s, is the, the boomerang effect is there is nothing that can substitute for the peace and the power of Christ that doesn't have side effects. Nothing. The side effect for me was paranoia. It's commonly known by guys that use cocaine. I started off, it was great. I probably went a full year, no problem. Year two, I started seeing cops around every corner. I started getting, I started using a loan. You start off partying with people. Then I started using a loan. Then I needed it alone so much that I started buying from different suppliers so that they didn't think that I had a problem. Wow. Pretty hardcore, huh? But the fact is, is that there's no ROI. On substitute gods. That's why I'm to you again, man. Please give it up to Jesus today. And when you're ready to follow him, and you're ready to say, and you might want to shout it out in the cab of your car right now or in your home, Jesus, I believe you died for me, and I'm I want to be freed. And death wins, and you died for me, and I want to follow you right on. Just give your life to Christ today. But some of you have a story.
3: And we want to hear it. What had to die what were you enslaved to that had to be put to death so that you could really have new life 312-274-9624 we're ready for your calls 312-274-9624
0: coming to you live from the morning star mission sponsor studios this is carl and crew mornings on 90.1 fm moody radio
1: Okay, this fits to a T here. Our brand promise here for our morning show is helping you take your next step with Jesus. Some of you cannot step out with Jesus and you've wondered why. Yeah. Some of you can and you're living under an illusion that you're still chained to sin. Now let me explain the two differences here. The first group is this. We are born in sin. We're born with our backs to God. No amount of going to church, memorizing verses, going on missions trips can save us. We know in Matthew 7, Jesus said, many will say to me on that day, Lord, Lord, and I'm going to say, I never knew you. So an illusion of salvation is real. So the question is, what, what has to happen? Listen to this in Romans 6, verse 6. I love this. We know that our old self was crucified with him. He's speaking to Christians here, but this is what happened to genuine, transformed disciples of Christ, the real deal, okay? We know that our old self was crucified with him in order that the body of sin might be brought to nothing so that we would no longer be enslaved to sin. Wow. So we are born as slaves to sin, meaning Mm -hmm. all we can do is look for things outside of God to fill that void in our life and to try to make us okay. So you got up this morning and you might be in that boat right now. Now, let me talk about another group of people. And the best way to illustrate this is that elephants in Africa, when I was a little kid, I think I first saw this video. I mean, I was blown away. I'm like, wow, the way they train an elephant to stick around is they'll put a chain around an ankle that goes to like a, a post or a tree. And that elephant feels that and can't break free from that chain because it's sturdy. After that elephant is trained, they don't even need the chain. They have a glorified string, a vine, a little thing. And that elephant goes out and feels that little tug on his ankle and he's like, oh, I'm chained. Yeah. Yeah. That's something
3: that's, that is such a spot on picture
1: of, of many yes. who are genuinely in Christ. So I'm talking to two kinds of people here. You're either in what you're in one of these two categories. There's not a third category because we will continue to sin because, but we're not slaves to sin. Meaning we're going to walk in this world, we're going to stumble and we're going to fall. But when you are in Christ, you're not bound to the tree of sin. You're not chained to that sucker. And we know this because Paul goes on to say, let not sin therefore reign in your mortal body to make it obey its passions. Mm -hmm. In other words, don't let that vine hold you. Keep walking. But some of you right now, right now, some of you, and maybe this is you, you are chained to the tree. And it's as real as real can be. And you came here this morning, you're like, man, I, I don't want to be chained to the tree. We don't want you to either. And you, you got to recognize something. The only way you can get unchained from the tree of sin is to con- look up to heaven right now and confess your need for God, the chain breaker, to free you and to tell him, I believe you died for me. I believe you paid the price that severs this chain And today, this is the kicker, I give my whole life to you, because until we're all in, that chain will be there. I I mean, give everything that you are to Jesus today, total surrender. There's some people that have tried for years to go to church and rub a little Jesus on them. I'm not asking you to rub Jesus on you. I'm asking you, are you ready to give it all over to Jesus, everything? who you are, what you've made, what you've done, your children, your family, all that you've worried about, all that you've worshipped. Are you willing to give it all over to Jesus? And if that's you, just right now pray with me, Jesus, I believe. I believe you brought me here today to break my chains, and I give you my life. God set me free. I'm holding nothing back anymore. Today I give it all. I believe you died for me, and today I want you. I want to tell you, tell him this. Today, I give my life to you. Completely. In Jesus' name, Amen. And let it be.
3: If that's you, we want to help you. Just text the word "welcome" to three one two. 2749624. We have something we want to send you. Just text the word welcome to 312-274-9624. And
1: welcome to God's Family. It's real as real can be. Coming up, two minutes. We got Chris Brooks with us. Boy, have we got something going on with this guy.
3: Really big Woo. giveaway. Only two days left to enter. And if you've missed it, you need to get in on it.
1: Coming up.
0: Giving hope directly from the source. We're Carl and Crew Mornings.
1: Well, we got. How would you. Hold on. Before you even bring him in, oh, how goodness. do you describe Chris Brooks? The king of Motown.
3: <laughs> Are you going <laughs> to give gonna him gonna a nickname? He's going to sing a tune? <laughs> Are oh, you Chris? trying to give him a nickname? Because you're want to do that.
1: I am want to do that. Like you're going all old English on me, <laughs> Big aren't heart. you? Big heart. I don't know, man. What if we just called this guy Motown from here on out?
3: Oh boy, well, that'd
1: be great. Should we ask him what he thinks I about would it? I think, yeah. That's Pastor a good idea. Pastor Mo, <laughs> let's bring him in. Motown, what's up?
4: Listen, man, the king of Motown, <laughs> sick. I love it. Love it. All right, a king. <laughs> that's awesome.
1: That's awesome. <laughs> oh, there's so many things you can do with that, Doctor Motown. Pastor Motown. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Well,
3: if you don't know this voice, Chris Brooks, he hosts Equipped, which you hear at noon here on Moody Radio. Also the senior pastor of Woodside Bible Church, which is a multi-site congregation across the
4: Detroit area. Yeah,
1: that's so cool. Chris, What God, what is God doing in Detroit right now? Give us an update, man. What's he doing?
4: Listen, listen. first off, I want to say to you, I love, love, love your illustration of us being chained and Jesus being the chain breaker. So thank you for reminding us of that. This is what God is up to. He's uniting his church. He's setting people free. He's given us a vision to be able to reach the next generation. And I'm so fired up about seeing men and women go from lives of brokenness to lives of freedom And ambassadors for jesus so it's a beautiful time i also want to give a big shout out to all the veterans out there yes. and their families happy veterans day
3: chris i would love to hear a little bit of your testimony it's freedom friday so we do this uh every friday we just like to get stories give us your story how did you go from chained to free
4: yeah you know i think like a lot of kids in my generation. Unfortunately, grew up in a broken family. I had a mom and dad who loved me well. but had a hard time doing the marriage thing together. Mm -hmm. And so, man, I remember pretty early, Allie, my dad leaving the family and me and my brother in the driveway saying, Dad, don't go. Dad, don't go. And he left. Oh, how old old were you, Chris? uh, I was five. My brother was eight. And, uh, man, it's one of those early memories that sticks with you. So I grew up in in Detroit, as you guys know, a pretty uh, bitter and angry young man. And, you know, you don't really realize why you're bitter and angry. It's just kind of the uh, the culture out here. Uh, But then I, I met a youth pastor and he invited me to youth group, and he's driving a beat-up old car, but he's picking up kids in my neighborhood, <laughs> taking awesome. us to church, and I went to church, heard the gospel, and it changed my life. And here's a good story. After being a stranger, my dad for 20 years, the last three years of his life, we reconciled, had a sweet relationship. God is good.
0: Wow.
1: That's a story, my man. What, what? You must, and I got to. I got to go back to a five-year-old boy. That is trauma, my man. I mean, because every yeah. little boy can't. Yeah, that that must give you compassion on steroids, my brother.
4: Yeah, you know, obviously, you want to be what you didn't see. You want to be able to. Uh, I want to be the dad that I wish I had when I was uh, that age. But there's a lot of guys that are out there that are dealing with father wounds. Yeah. A lot of guys that are out there and and only God can fill and heal that father wound. And he can reconcile that. I mean, again, my testimony is me and my dad were able to reconcile. But it took me finding my heavenly father to reconcile with my earthly father.
2: Wow.
1: Yeah, we're going to be all over the map here. I got a crazy question for you coming up here in a moment. Because, Chris, I, I think we've talked about this before, but... We we live in a world today, an evangelical world, that uh, there's a lot of people going to church and a good chunk of them have not been unchained from sin. They've got a little Jesus rubbed yeah, on them. Yeah. So I want to hear your heart. I want you to lay it out. What do you think needs to happen yeah. here in pulpits and in discipleship tools and all that stuff that's going to clarify what the gospel is to see a gospel movement in our nation. Hang on, more coming up. By the way, hang on, guys. Have we got an announcement for you? If you haven't heard this yet, buckle up, Boom Crew. <laughs> Straight ahead. Whether it's number
0: one or 100, take that step with Jesus today. You're listening
1: to Carl and Crew Mornings. What are you doing at high noon, Boom Crew? Every weekday, if you're scrolling Facebook, Or you got a sandwich, a sub sandwich in your mouth, and you need something to do that's going to fire you up spiritually? Have we got a plan for you?
3: Equipped with Chris Brooks is on weekdays at noon right here on Moody Radio. Wow, Carl, you really know how to sell something. Well,
1: I'm just wanting to give a good alternative (laughs) to life and godliness. There
3: you go. Chris Brooks is with us right now.
1: (laughs) Chris. What's going on, my man? I I remember Louis Giglio saying this here just, oh, probably seven years ago now to a large group of kids in Atlanta, and he said the church in America, good Bible-preaching churches are loaded with people that don't know Jesus. I know that you have a heart for that. What what needs to shift in our country? Because um, revival and renewal needs to begin in the house of God, Chris.
4: Yeah, you know, let me just say this, Carl, tonight, uh, I'm sorry. Today at uh, high noon, as okay. you say, I'm going to be talking about this topic. And, and here's the thing: really, when when I came to when I came to Christ, I thought that it was all about intellect. That if I got the right beliefs in order and could recite the right beliefs, that that was all I needed. But I realize now that it's about intimacy. It's about that relationship with God that we only have when we are seeking him in prayer and open ourselves up to his move in our hearts and in our lives. You know, and I think in a lot of churches, there's a lot of people who got information, but not a lot of people have intimacy. We're going to talk about how you can experience that because that's where you get real freedom in real life.
1: Wow! Right on, Chris.
3: Now your equipped show. You you want people to grow spiritually, think critically, live compassionately in your community. What uh, what is it that drives you each day? I've I've listened, and I know you have a lot of different topics, but you really want to help people grow, and we're all about that too. Kind got, of got to give us your heart behind uh, equipped.
4: Man, last night, Allie, my daughter, who just turned 16, so pray for me. <laughs> oh. she just 16. So I got a 16-year-old. But last night, my daughter Zoe and I are having a conversation. She comes home from a friend's house, and she says, Dad, I don't want to die. Yeah. And she says, and I don't want you to die. And I said, why? And she says, well, I don't want to be away from you. And I said, well, you know, we got this promise that if we trust in Jesus, we're going to be together in eternity in heaven. And she says, well, what about the people I know who haven't trusted in Jesus and aren't going to heaven? And I said, baby, that's what wakes me up every morning. Right is the reality that there are people who don't know Jesus, don't know how much he loves you, don't know the grace that he has for you. And he wants to look you in your face today as a loving father, and say to you, I died for you so that you can know freedom and life. So that's what drives me every day, is God loves people, I love people, and I wanna spend eternity with all of you guys in heaven.
1: Right on, Chris, right on, Chris. Uh, one last question before we plug in. By the way, Boom Crew, do not leave. We're about to tell you about something really cool. High noon, every day here, 12 o'clock high every day here Chris Brooks is dishing it up and uh, make that part of your day you want some encouragement around noon that's the that's the place to be 90.1 right here with Chris Brooks okay uh what's the we love to ask this question what's the fresh thing God's doing in your life I mean what's the cool thing God's doing in Chris Brooks right now because he's always at work
4: Yeah, I think for me right now, brother, it's about making sure that I am open to the things that the Holy Spirit wants to do in my life and being sensitive to the nudges of the Lord. You know, I want to be more sensitive. I don't want to go throughout my day with my planner already in place and miss the waitress, miss the bank teller, miss the guy who I'm in a conversation with. You know, there's opportunities all around me and you to share the love of Jesus. So I'm waking up every day saying, Lord, help me to be more sensitive today to those opportunities that I don't want to miss. And so I'm just saying, Holy Spirit, have your way.
1: That's awesome. Chris Brooks, everybody. High noon right here, but oh, hold the phone, Charlie Brown.
3: You have to know about a big, big giveaway that's going on here, and it's only for a couple of days, more days before winners are drawn. One grand prize winner is going to get a new MacBook Air, 180 gift card uh, to Masterclass, another big gift card to, to some Bible software, one volume seminary, then there's some prizes for 25 runners up and then additional prizes for even more runner up after that. So if you want to get in this, it's the Get Equipped with Chris Brooks giveaway. It's okay if you're just meeting this guy for the first time today. He will welcome you into this giveaway yeah. just like the longtime listener. So just text the word Brooks if you want to enter. Text the word Brooks to 312-274-9624 Equipped with Chris Brooks is the name of the show. So just text Brooks to 312 274 four nine six two four don't sit on this entry form though because this closes on sunday on sunday it's done a winner will be picked
4: chris we love you hey i appreciate you guys you guys rock i'm getting the king of motown t-shirts yes yeah, we <laughs> yes. Speak.
1: yes that is it Send pa- one
4: our way <laughs> pastor motown
1: dr motown king of motown that is his <laughs> new name thank you my man that is awesome